Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff Kinsbach, and welcome to the Rockin' the RV Life podcast. Hopefully, you're rockin' the RV life this summer. That's right, and I'm Patty. We've got a great podcast for you today about a very unique couple traveling in a very unique RV. Oh, yeah. Don't want to miss this. Yeah. Hey, we're doing an all-new show at the Music Box Supper Club in Cleveland on the 28th and here. And it's sold out. Totally. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Do want to mention that some Sometimes there are no shows and they have room at the bar. So first come, first serve if you want to come down. Yep. Admission is absolutely free. And that is June 28th at 7 o'clock. Doors open at 5. Right. It's all sponsored by General RV and the Muskegon Watershed Conservancy District. Great camping places. Oh, wonderful. Also, our show on the Rocking the RV Life podcast is presented in partnership with Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer Newspaper. That's that's right. You know, we've said many times that we meet amazing people during our travels. And recently, where we are staying, we noticed a very unique RV pull in. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a converted school bus. Yeah. A schoolie, as they call them. It was painted blue, and you could tell a lot of thought had gone into the conversion, including solar panels on the roof. Now, we see a good amount of schoolies on the road. Why is that? Depending, in most cases, you can come out with a better quality motorhome for a fraction of the cost of a store dealer bought RV that will last two to three times as long if it is done right. You see, school buses are built to withstand a lot and last a long time. They are also the most regulated and the most safe vehicle on the roads. But you got to do your research and you've got to be very skilled to convert a school bus. So we met the owners, David and Sherry Bartles. They're from Pennsylvania. Oh, they're so nice. And they have a great story about how and why they travel full time in their schoolie. Dave and Sherry, welcome to our podcast. Great Thank to you. be here. Thanks for inviting us. You guys kind of caught our eye. I don't know why, but I think it's the blue schoolie that yeah, you have. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that it's did. so cute. I love that color. That's really you. pretty. Thank you. Well, tell us a little about this rig. 
It's a 2004, correct? Yes. Yes. And yes. how long is it? It is uh, between 30 and 31 feet. How did you find it, or where did you find it? Facebook Marketplace. Really? Yep. There was a uh, bus company that was selling it, and uh, it was about three and a half hours from us. We uh-huh. took our nephew with us, who knows diesel engines, and drove out to Pittsburgh area where it was, mm-hmm. um, found it, and bought it that day and brought it home. Oh, my gosh. And so it was yellow with all the seats? and everything, obviously, yep. right? full-fledged school bus, yes. Wow. Now, Dave, you have a history of being in construction, correct? Yes. So it was your job to transform it. Yes. How did that go? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, as it said, nothing is square on a bus. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And so your levels and all the tools that you make things beautiful... You just leave them outside the door. No oh, kidding. And wow. so you come in and, and your measurements and and using a square off of whatever, off the wall, off the floor, helps you to get things straight. With that, you know, Sherry had done a number of uh, blueprints of the bus. Mm-hmm. She was the one she designed. I thought I would start in the beginning, but it was easier for her to design what she wanted. And then to make it happen, sometimes, you know, there was a little issue here and there. But I will tell you, an inch is a lot of space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what we contended with. And Mm -hmm. she didn't come around much because she was busy with other things. But, you know, as as, uh, it progressed and amplified, then you could see. So with her not being there as often as I was, she would have other things that she's able to, it was another set of eyes is what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. something to modify it, perfect it. And so that's what would happen. She would come in, do her thing. When she'd leave, I'd talk to myself and then, uh, you know, I'd tear it out or make it right. Uh-huh. So anyway, it was a challenge, but I was thankful. How long did it take you to do this? I have to say seven months. Okay. Wow, seven months. I was building my son's kitchen cabinets at the time, Mm -hmm. so that got in between it. And then I had done another cabinet project for somebody else. Right. So the bus was in between. I built the cabinets in the garage, pulled measurements, and then built the cabinets in the garage. And then when it came time, and that was an exciting time. Mm -hmm. It was to have these cabinets sit for a couple months in the garage, and then all of a sudden just set them into place yeah. right and it was i don't know it was a blessing it was i was excited that everything fit the way it was supposed to yeah it looks great i love the countertop so, and the cabinets it's right you've got a kitchen in there mm-hmm. and you've got a, a nice place to eat and i like how you did the drawer that pulls out from the table oh. with, with the silverware which I think is great because you don't have to get up and go over to the sink to get a spoon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and, and I think you're going to be jealous too, Jeff, because they actually have an oven in there. Oh my gosh! I know. Yep, got the Take it thing. easy, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. He's always complaining. I, I wish we had an oven, but you know, I do fine with my convection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I miss those pies. I miss the muffins. I, I miss... can still do that in there. I just don't bake. Oh, okay. oh <laughs> sorry. That's you know, why, that's why you miss them. <laughs> yeah, that's why you miss them. Yeah. So, what led to you guys? choosing this lifestyle and i would imagine this is your first rv correct? because you are full-time also yes soldier yes, i'll let sherry speak she'll give you detail mm-hmm. okay well okay so 
It's 2023. In 2021, in the summer, we went on vacation to Lake George, New York, and then over to Niagara Falls. And while we were on our vacation, we saw lots of RVs and campers and fifth wheels out there. Both Dave and I had grown up with camping in our backgrounds, and we both enjoyed it. And so it got us thinking about it. And, you know, what could we pull? What should we do? What about a motorhome? Da, da, da. And nothing quite fit for some reason like the idea of camping and that sort of thing did but the the vehicle in which to do it we couldn't come up with the right idea and just a couple weeks after we got back from vacation I was flipping through YouTube at night and came upon somebody who had transformed a school bus into an RV Mm -hmm. which I didn't even know was a thing until I saw that and my jaw just dropped and I thought oh my gosh, we can do this. Whoa. And I showed it to Dave and he got excited about it. And that's kind of what what started the whole thing. Part of it, honestly, with us is uh, we really, as we were going through the process and even beforehand, we had been feeling like God had been calling us to travel and calling us to do this. Mm -hmm. And so once we wound up you know with the bus idea we started looking at buses and it just got very much confirmed that yes this is what you're doing and as we went through the process of building the bus well finding the bus and building the bus and all of that that's when it went from are we doing this part-time are we doing this full-time what is this that we're doing um that it slowly turned into yes full-time sell your house live on the bus and wow There we go. One amazing story. <laughs> that's so cool. That is. Yeah. And one thing that's really incredible is you have solar on this, don't you? Yes. How many watts of solar do you have? We're close to 700 watts. Wow. wow. It's not an exorbitant amount of solar, mm-hmm. but it's enough for us. So we have three uh, 100 amp lithium batteries. Lithium batteries. Battleborne batteries. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's eight. We have to watch it. Mm-hmm but we don't lack right how long can you be off the grid so to speak well when we went down we traveled down into florida for Mm -hmm. that schoolie swarm Mm -hmm. and we were there for 10 days 10 days so what happens is you use it and then the next day you gain it Mm -hmm. so it keep you know replenishing itself yeah Mm -hmm. and again we watch we have uh, a number of fans in the bus Mm-hmm. So that kind of works out. So you were 10 days boondocking. Yes. Wow. But then, you know, with water and all that other stuff, your tanks, well, you maybe you used the facilities there a lot, too. Mm, we filled up. They had a facility where we could fill up our tank. We have a 100-gallon water tank. Oh, that's uh-huh. great. So, again, we're conservative. We mm-hmm. take showers every day for, I don't know, I guess about four days, five days. Yeah. Wow. You know, plus everything else we need. Uh-huh. We used dump stations. We had to come off site right. to go to another park mm-hmm. just for a dump station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So we dump and then we went back. But yeah. It's for not the like most you have to unhook part. anything, you just go. Yeah. So with with the solar, we seem to so far we haven't had any issues with coming close to running out of electricity because of the solar. But we've had a lot of sunny days, so that's really been helpful. The hundred water hundred gallons of fresh water will last us at least a week um, mm-hmm. easy uh, because we've learned how to be conservative. Right. Um, we have a gray tank that's 40 gallons mm-hmm. and that's really our 
our limiting factor because we right. seem to not be able to go over four or five days without having to dump that right. um, unless we're in an area that would allow us to do so. So all told, if we were stuck with those limitations, we would last four or five days before we had to go dump someplace mm-hmm. and come back. Well, I'll tell you, that's better than our situation. I mean, you know, we've got the tanks. We've got a 100-gallon, you know, water tank, and, and we've got a 65-gallon gray and 45-gallon black tank. But we don't have the storage that you have. Lithium batteries, you probably don't have to, Well, you can charge them up every day with solar, mm-hmm. whereas with us, every 12 hours, we got to run the generator. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, if you're in a situation where there's others camping, you don't want to run that generator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. there's such a difference with those lithium batteries. Well, so now did you put air conditioning in it? Do you have yeah, a- we have a window air conditioner oh, in the wind- back of it. Okay. Well, that's probably all you need, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it works. We kind of perfected that with the fans because yeah. it's a small unit and uh-huh. we have a number of fans up in the uh, cabinet areas. Uh-huh. To blow it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we also have a generator and that's for the air conditioner right. so it doesn't drain you know our inverter system right we set it up with options actually because we can do short power we can do the generator we have solar and then we have dc so we're able to what? keep a charge you know on our batteries to i don't know keep surviving right yeah and then we have a uh, a diesel heater which is phenomenal right that's what people tell me it we is. don't have that we've got the propane heaters right which right they're, they're good too yeah. yeah we've had i've had them mm-hmm. in other units but the diesel heater it heats up quickly mm-hmm. it really does it takes the chill out of the air it'll heat you out right yeah. <laughs> and it is clean you don't smell it oh, so yeah. you know that's good and then if we're plugged in on short power or something then we use an electric heater you gotta tell us about the schoolie swarm this was in florida right this is where everybody that has schoolies go and they have kind of like a big party right yeah that's pretty much what it is um i found it through a facebook group Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a schoolie swarm facebook group and i got involved in that just enough to you know find out what was going on and we really wanted to go they call it schoolie swarm but they also do allow regular rvs or uh camper vans uh there was actually a a full-fledged tiny house that was there when we were there yeah so um so it's not just schoolies but the vast majority of people that are there have school buses well that must have been fascinating getting to see all the different schoolies how they put them together yeah we got we saw the outside of a lot of them we didn't see the inside of too many because when we got there we both had covid (laughs) so we kept to ourselves for the (laughs) first half of the week or so we understand yeah yeah Um, But there were about 250 homes, as they put it, that showed up, whether they were a tiny house or a van or a full-fledged schoolie. So, um, and they had, there were talks that you could go to about solar or how to take care of your rig or, you know, all those different kind of informational type things. And they had community meals, they had kickball games, uh, there was a swimming pool that we had access to. So there was a lot of stuff to do, but then also just a lot of downtime because the whole idea was to get to know people and have community and meet up with old friends or make new friends. And, you know, we made some friends that we're actually going to go see when we go to Michigan next. Oh, that's great. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Now you say there's another schoolie swarm in uh, the UP of Michigan, right? Yes, they don't call it schoolie swarm up there because it's a different group of people. Okay. But uh, they call it schoolie UP. And okay. yes, um, that'll be our first time going there. Oh, wow. So that's at the beginning of August. We're excited oh, about that. Now, Dave, did you come away from uh, Florida and say, wow, I've got to do this to my bus? <laughs> Maybe extending the deck off the back a little bit. Oh, okay. And that was just to carry our generator. Mm-hmm. And then we have our bikes. So, and there was a number of things like screens. When we got back, we wound up putting the screens in and putting the front door in. That is an yeah. interesting front door. Yeah, it is. It's a real front door of a house. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Where'd yeah. you get the front door for the schoolie? Home Depot. Home Depot. Oh, <laughs> and course. it has the glass right. window panes. It's really pretty. <laughs> but others had it down there also. Mm-hmm. That right. was pretty much a mindset. Mm-hmm. It was just going to take to get it done. So when we got back, we had time and, you know, we did a number of things. Yeah. Different things that we wanted to and it just, I guess it polished our living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that it made it a little bit easier, yeah. made things a little tighter, things a little more convenient. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So going down there just to see what others had or didn't have. And obviously you're so handy, so you can do anything with it. That's he nice. Can do anything. That's <laughs> great. Aww. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Question here now. How long have you guys been married? Seven and a half years. Okay. All yep. right. Was it quite an adjustment to all of a sudden be together 24-7 in the bus once you left? It really wasn't. We spent a lot of time together before then. And also, especially with COVID, Dave retired right at the beginning of COVID, about a month into the whole shutdown situation. And I was working at home. So we spent a lot of time together and we really liked each other. So I thought it might be more difficult than it was. It really wasn't that big of a deal to be spending all our time together. That's great. And you don't pull a car. So when you get somewhere, it's not like you can get in the car and go. Let me go back. Yeah. Let me go back to that. Living together in a a tight area. Uh Uh-huh. Just let's put the brakes on it. Okay, Uh okay. Here we go. (laughs) Living in that tight area like that, when you have an issue, or I call it a glitch, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't last long, it just... Yeah. That uh, you learn to resolve it quickly, Mm -hmm. because you don't have another room to go to. (laughs) I don't have a garage that I can go make sawdust. (laughs) You know, it's nothing like that anymore. It's like, okay, let's get this thing over with, because it's getting hot in here. Right. And so you learn, and so it... It tightens up your relationship. It really does. You you get things out in the open quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and, so true. And then you're able just to 
you know, to move forward. Right. And, and conversation, that's key. Yes. You know, don't get into one of these things and you don't talk to each other. Yeah. That's just as bad as fighting. Yeah. yeah. You, know, right. you might as well take two different vehicles. Yes, right. true. So, so we have, and, and Cherry has taught me to have conversation because before I was single for so long, you know, I didn't need her. I didn't need to tell her what was going on, but all that changed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know how it is, right? Yeah. Well, first hand. So, yeah. so anyway. Oh conversation and, and resolve things quickly mm-hmm. and yeah. we are god believing people so if there's something that's really you know heavy on our hearts or whatever right. we do go into prayer over it oh that's good yeah. we do to get a peace mm-hmm. and that's that's key too yeah. to have that peace while you're traveling oh, yeah yeah that's amazing has anything unusual or absolutely funny ever happened to you on the road the first thing that pops in my head i don't know that it's unusual but when we first left in october our first big stop was at our spiritual parents down in southwestern virginia Mm -hmm. up in the mountains and not near a lot we were there for about five weeks and when we left there we were only about half an hour from where we had been staying and the bus just sort of slowed down to a stop Uh on the side of the road. Oh, no. Which turned into three and a half weeks in the shop while we lived through Christmas and New Year's in Equality and in Kingsport, Tennessee. Awful. (laughs) But it wasn't awful. That's what was so cool about it. Um, At first, it was. We wanted to get on the road and the the mechanics were being very optimistic, saying, well, maybe tomorrow we'll get you on the road. So we'd pack up our stuff and sit in the lobby of the Quality Inn waiting for their call. And then they'd call and say, yeah, it's not going to happen today. (laughs) And we'd ask for another night. And that went on for a while till we realized we can't keep getting our hopes up like this every day it was driving us insane and like Dave said we were praying about it and we we just our mindset shifted to okay God we we get to leave when you allow us to leave like we're going to stop fighting this all the way through and trying to leave every single day and we had been told and we knew when we were in Virginia that this whole bus idea was God's idea and part of it is to minister to people to pray right. for people to talk to people to encourage or help in, in whatever way we can while we're out on the road this and is your calling yes yeah. very much so and so we've been told that God wanted us to go to the need and so when you're living in equality and for three and a half weeks you get to know every single staff member by name oh yeah and that's their whole life you know they come they do their job they clean the rooms whatever their job is and um and they go home and i just saw we both saw so much sadness and and you know just kind of a, a downtrodden feeling going on there i woke up one morning Oh, within a week before Christmas. And as I woke up, the thought came in my head, and I believe it was God telling me, you need to go get little goodie bags for these people. Oh, nice. And so we had access to a car, which was phenomenal. The It was the father of the guy that owned the mechanic shop heard about us and loaned us sight unseen. He never met us. He loaned us his car for three of three and a half weeks our, that we were there. Our people amazing. They, yeah. Yes, he yeah. was phenomenal. Really and brought uh, to us. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So we had a car that we had access to so we could walk farther than the Wendy's next door. And we wound up going out to whatever stores we needed to and gathered up little candies and whatnot and stuck them in little baggies. And Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I handed them out to every single staff member that they had there. And it was so phenomenal to me to see the amount of joy a little bag of candy could bring to somebody. It was like, it was more than the candy that they got. It was Oh my gosh, you thought of me. Oh, right. I'm seen. I'm remembered, you know, and I'm Somebody cared cares. about. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it was such a little thing on our end, but um, they were so excited to receive this and, and it just made our time there. And it, it was just really neat to be able to get to know them, know their lives a little bit. We prayed for some of them. We gave out the candy. And then a couple of weeks into January, finally the bus was done and we could finally move on. (laughs) What was Um, wrong with the bus? It started with the ejectors. With it being a diesel, it has ejectors. Yeah. So there was six ejectors. They said that two of them were bad, but we figured while they were in there and had everything torn apart, just replace everything. So they did that. And then they hooked their command. It still wasn't running properly. All the wires under the hood were corroded from 2004 until Mm -hmm. 2022, I guess. And so they were deteriorated. So they wound up putting a whole new wiring harness. And it was better, but it wasn't it. Then they wind up putting an ECM in it, a computer. Once they did that, it leveled everything out. But at that point, everything was pretty much new under the hood. (laughs) Wow. But what came to us, you see, we learned to be content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No matter what the issue is, you know, the trial, whatever. It's like, be content where you're at. There's a purpose. Mm -hmm. And through that, you know, having all that done, and it cost us a little bit, but they found favor on us because they just charged us for the parts. Wow. They had it for all the work they did. They didn't charge us for labor. Wow. That's fantastic. So it it was still, you know, a good amount, but it was probably half of what it should have been. Mm -hmm. How kind. So so we were blessed on that. Yeah. But anyway, when we got it out, it had more power. It felt good. We We were actually comfortable driving it. We bought the bus. I kind of figured the time's going to come where mechanically something's going to happen because we really didn't get into it. And so after this, it's, you know, it it boosted our confidence where we go. Then we went to Florida and back and we're out here and wherever else we're going to go. But, you know, we have peace about it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the word I'm looking for. We have peace. And we had prayed, too. When when the bus first broke down, we prayed and said, God, like, we don't want to have one little fix here. And then we travel another hundred miles and another fix and another fix and another fix. So fix everything that's wrong with the bus in one shot. (laughs) Took three and a half weeks, but he did. You know, <laughs> and it's been great since then. It works. It works God. great. It God, don't good. nickel and dime me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He said, "Hello, it's me." <laughs> well, I'll tell oh, you, Sherry and yeah. Dave, it is a pleasure having you on the podcast. Yeah. Thank oh, you. And we wish it. you the very best in safe travels. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, we appreciate this. There you have Dave and Sherry. So, Patty, would you like to live in a schoolie? Would you like to have one of these? Well, you know, that would be really interesting to find one and to be able to gut it, mm-hmm. fix it all up your way, you know, that would be... I've seen some on, like, Instagram and TikTok. They look fantastic. Yeah, they really do. So did Dave and Sherry's. It was really, really awesome. So do you think we have the skills to do something like that? 
Oh, not at our age. No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, darn it. But you got to be really skilled. And not only that, but you got to be able to pick the right bus so that it doesn't have mechanical problems. Yes. You know, a lot of them do. They're old. They've been sitting. So Yeah, like theirs was a 2004, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So but they say just... they'll run forever. So I know. Who knows? They also get a lot of younger people coming up to them because that bus resembles that bus in the Fortnite video game. Oh, it looks just like it. It's I know. so funny. And they didn't do that on purpose. No, they didn't. Just turned out that way. All right, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, travel safe and enjoy your RV no matter what kind it is. Right. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.